go home, Mike Pence. What a week. Welcome to What a Week, where we break down the week's top news stories. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Lauren McElmeal, the Digital Director for Progress Iowa. And this week is the same as every week. Lately, um, we're talking about coronavirus, latest numbers, um, the Vice President making a very unsafe and irresponsible visit to our state, um, which is now mm, at least partially reopened for business. So we will get into all of that, but... Um, but Lauren, you've done a lot of digging um, on the case numbers in Iowa and how it compares uh, around the world. So why don't you tell us what you found out? So as of this morning, it's Friday, May 8th, we have 11,456 people who have tested positive. Um, I don't have any data on whether or not they're symptomatic, asymptomatic, contact tracing. They keep adding new things on the coronavirus website, and I'm sure it's all in good faith, but it just makes it harder to find the things that I'm looking for. Um, and then sadly, we I was looking at the number that we had in the outline last week, but we had, we had 162 Iowans pass away last week, and we are now up to 244 Iowans who have died as a result of COVID-19, uh, which is unfortunate and terrible and should be reason enough that we shouldn't be open right now. Yeah, it's it's really awful. And the, um, the other comparison that I've seen um, in some news coverage is that that number of deaths doubles, I think it, I believe it more than doubles the number of deaths from the flu in the state of Iowa and yes. in a much shorter timeline. So, um, so when we're talking about you know, if some people are trying to compare this to the normal flu or influenza season, but we, those deaths started in October, uh, or they tracked those from October till just last month. And the coronavirus deaths, of course, have just been over the last like two months, and we've already doubled the number. So it's about the just, it's just about the, the difference in the disease and the fact that we've never had this before, and the fact that it could potentially overload our system, all of those factors I mean, it's different and just, I just, it's, it's stark to see these numbers in front of us, you know? Yeah. And Kim Reynolds and Steve Holt say that we have enough, uh, beds free right now. So there's plenty of beds for all of us to die in. So that's nice. Great. That's very comforting to hear. Um, that was basically the gist of his little op-ed that he put in the Gazette. Yeah. Um, we should. Yeah. He, he's something. Yeah, it's um, it's really scary when our elected officials start saying that it's that there's an acceptable amount of death that can happen or illness or what have you. Um, it's yeah, I've seen I've seen several op-eds to the effect of um, the GOP has lost all right to call themselves pro-life because of this because of how they're handling this. That sounds right to me. It's um, that's. Uh, it, it, it's just unthinkable that they would actively say that people dying is okay. Um, I get the fact that, like, if you're doing your best and trying on to make public policy decisions, and it doesn't, everything doesn't always go according to plan. But to just give up um, 
even though they haven't given up. We've won. Oh, that's right. what she's saying. Of course. That we've, we've that won. we just have to live with it, and we've won. And, uh, and there's a great uh, column, as always, from Liz Lenz in the Cedar Rapids Gazette that we should definitely share um, along with this episode online. But uh, um, something along the lines of that I, we're, we're dying from all this winning, um, uh, and and that about sums it up. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, there are. I mean, winning by my standard would be like having fewer infections, fewer deaths. Um, so currently, like I said, Iowa has 11,456 people who've tested positive for coronavirus, and we have a population of 3.155 million people. Um, contrary to that, um, New Zealand is the closest uh, in population to us. They have 4.87 million people. Um, and they have 1,490 people who have tested positive currently. Um, so clearly they are doing something right where they are much further down in, in case counts. And just this week, we surpassed South Korea's uh, case count, which is their current case count right now is 10,822 people who've tested positive. They have a population of 51.64 million people, which I don't know the math on that off the top of my head. I feel like that's 17 times how many people that we have in our state. And we, right. we have far and away surpassed them. And there are other examples of this, like Australia only has Australia has less than 6000 excuse me Australia has less than 7000 people who have tested positive they have almost 25 million people I mean you remember when this all started to pick up in it with a lot more uh, intensity and it was relatively early on and it was Tom uh, excuse me uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson who had who got coronavirus and and, but it was like, oh well, they were on this cruise, or they were visit, they were in Australia on a cruise. And it's like, well, this is the this is a problem that's like halfway around the world, and like we don't want it to get here in, in as big a numbers. But uh, uh, you know, it was on cruises. It was you know in other countries. South Korea was way ahead of our entire country, but now just our state is well past these countries that seemed like the problem early on, and now it's here. Um, and I feel like we're gonna see that. Um, it, it, here in this country where it's, oh, it's in New York, you know, oh, it's really bad in these places. But as we don't take the right precautions and the right actions, the same thing is going to happen. It's just going to spread. It's just going to spread further and get here in, in more severe uh, numbers. So actually, New Zealand's prime minister, uh, Jacinda Ardern, is one of like the top most well she's led one of the top responses to it and i think kim reynolds should perhaps take take a cue from the prime minister of new zealand in closing down either reclosing things or just ramping up testing or making sure that pe that her messaging is not all over the place and confusing which is going to get into our next thing which is that uh mike pence came <laughs> to iowa today uh this comes after kim reynolds went to visit the uh the white house this week and uh 
she did not self-quarantine after she came back from D.C. And uh, she kind of laughed at a question and she got about it during her press briefing yesterday um, and said like, oh, you know, I've been tested. It's fine. It's fine. As if it wouldn't, you know, take two weeks for this to show up. I mean, I don't know what test she's got, but people are waiting week, week and a half for tests. Some of the test results are damaged um, at their facilities that they're that the state is putting forward. Um, people are waiting for uh, reporters from the Des Moines Register to get their results back. So I don't know what test that the governor's taking. Maybe she has this, some tests that are turning this around instantly, but that's not what everyone else is getting. So um, regardless, the, it just flies in the face of every recommendation we've heard to 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 self quarantine for two weeks, to wear masks, to um, to to not travel unless it's absolutely necessary. I mean, the vice president coming today is just an is just is just an abomination. I mean, this is this is this is beyond a policy failure. What he's doing today, this is the second most powerful person in the country, actively spreading the disease. He before they took off this morning, they knew that a staffer for him of the vice president had been confirmed as having the coronavirus, and they still got on the plane all together with Chuck Grassley, Joni Ernst, um, and then they met Kim Reynolds, Governor Reynolds, when they got here. No one was wearing masks. They are actively spreading the disease, supposedly to talk about the keeping the, the food supply up and the uh, uh, supply chain moving by going to high V. Well, if you're trying to keep that moving, the last place you want to spread coronavirus is by going to high V headquarters. So they're, they're really counteracting everything they're even attempting to do um, that they could have done by Zoom, by Skype, by uh, Google Hangout, um, any number of, of, of uh, video chats <laughs> that we're all using right now. But instead, the vice president and his team chose to try and chose to, you know, not even attempt to not spread this disease to, to Iowa more than it already is. I mean, it's already here, but it's just unthinkable that they would do this, um, and it's unthinkable that they would do this in this way. So it is. I'm. It's. I. I. I don't even know what else to say about this, but they are actively spreading the disease in our state. So he basically came to speak with supply chain leaders. They said in the Des Moines Register, they called it agriculture and food supply chain leaders, aka like management and the people who are not on like on the warehouse floor every day. They're basically having to choose between like a paycheck and their own health. And that's not that's not a choice that anyone should have to make. And he's also meeting with faith leaders. Um, there was a tweet a little bit earlier of someone who had uh who was there and uh, naturally the family leader is in like the second row. So that's yeah, fun. I put, also noticed. Let's put yeah. faith leaders in big air quotes yeah. there because I mean, although the, they proclaim to be the family leader is also the state affiliate for a hate group um, that this, or, uh, for a national organization that the Southern poverty law center identifies as an anti LGBTQ hate group. So Faith leader is a very, I mean, that's the the descriptor they're given in news stories sometimes, but that's, you know, they're meeting with the vice president, the governor, our two senators are meeting with the state affiliate of a hate group. 
So that's that's I can't remember if it was this week or last week because time has all run together. But when Governor Reynolds was talking about reopening churches, uh, she or, or what when she was talking about how church reopening had been going, she called on uh, she called Greg Baker, who is a part of the family leader, and had him talk about how faith leaders across the state are are doing, despite the fact there had like just been a statement put out by twenty some faith leaders across denominations about how they didn't feel comfortable with her guidance about reopening. Yeah, it's there's so I'd many. I'd like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. No, not not surprised in the slightest. There's so many different pieces to how this response has been purely political, and that is that just sort of underlines a lot of them right there. That that's who they're meeting with. That's who they're seeking input from. Not, um, I don't know, not other. They're idols. not meeting with union leaders. They're not meeting with any frontline workers who are helping put food right. on the table for everybody. Abby Finkenauer, Representative Abby Finkenauer, had some really strong remarks for um, Alex Azar, who runs HHS, I believe, that he said basically that the workers, it's their own fault that they were getting sick, um, which is a horrendous take for anyone to have, but not, but especially for someone who is like supposed to be running the Health and Human Services Department. Yeah, it's disturbing. In, you know, maybe great news, but really still awful awful news. Um, we can all go to the mall this weekend, starting today, Lauren. So the Co- governor- Robin Sparkles yeah. re-recorded her song. There's a song in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Kobe Smothers plays this character, Robin. Uh, if you're subscribed to the Iowa COVID daily email, you got this this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe Smothers of How I Met Your Mother uh, sings a song called Let's Go to the Mall. Uh, from her Canada pop star days, and she she performed a new rendition of it called "Let's All Stay at Home," and that yeah, Kim Reynolds didn't listen to it. Yeah, no, she certainly did not. Um, I have to admit, I did not know any about that reference at all until I saw it in the email. So someone um, will get it in the draft email, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sure many will, just not me, but. Um, but no, my uh, my mall references are basically mall rats from the mid '90s. So anyway, that's um, valid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I uh, I'm not planning on going. Um, no, no, so. I don't. I don't feel comfortable going, and especially because she they're going to be open in all 99 counties, which most of the malls in Iowa are in the 22 counties that are subject to higher restrictions because they're facing the highest case counts. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go to Jordan Creek this weekend. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not like they're models of sanitation to begin with these places. So like, um, I, so, and it just, it, it, it goes back to our last point about the vice president's visit. You have, you're reopening everything. And so you can see a lot of people who have been cooped up for a while who are like excited to go do anything. And they'll, and maybe the last conversation they have before they do it is like, well, it's open. Like if they were, if it would be open, if, or it wouldn't be open if it wasn't safe and look at the governor, look at the vice president, 
they're not wearing masks. Like, why would I, like, why would I wear a mask if I, like, and so all of these things matter. Like when we, we, and just to go take it back to the very beginning of this crisis here, like when we talked about the need for a shelter in place order, yes, it was for the actual like logistical pieces of that order, but it was also to help send a message that it's, that people need to stay home, they need to stay safe, and they need to like act responsibly to help prevent the spread of this disease. And they're still not taking it seriously. They're not taking their like role as a leader seriously. And it is, it's, it is, I am just livid. Like it is, it is, I keep getting myself worked up about this because it is unthinkable what they are doing and, um, and completely irresponsible. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> Lauren's laughing because I'm, she can see me on the video chat, just like getting angry. It is very, it's very frustrating, especially since there are clearly other leaders who are having success with flattening the curve. Like clearly Governor Cuomo knows what he's doing up in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I haven't checked in on Minnesota lately, but they had a shelter in place before us. And I imagine that they're doing pretty well. Um, Michigan has been in the news a lot because everyone's mad at Gretchen Whitmer, but I don't think they're going to be mad when they're all still alive. Yeah, and even if the and and I just like I I have to say even if even if we were doing all the different policies right, and but we weren't flattening the curve, like it would be at least helpful to have a governor, a senate, some senators, a vice president, and a president who led by example. I mean, they should be wearing masks everywhere. They should be wearing masks. Everywhere they go, they should be taking every precaution possible everywhere they go and following like probably not just to the letter, but even more so any guideline that's put out by the White House or the CDC or the state. You know, they should be following that to a T and explaining people along the way. I mean, I keep thinking of like um, when Kathleen Sebelius was the HHS secretary and she corrected Chuck Todd. In a, in a press briefing about sneezing into your sleeve um, instead of sneezing into your hand. Like those basic little things like calling it out and making a point of like leading by example and showing um, and showing what you're supposed to do to help prevent the spread of disease is so important. And if, if, they, if they did that, if they just wore a damn mask, and showed people who might think, well, maybe this is a hoax, maybe it's not, maybe it's like the flu, maybe it's not. But if they saw, most of those are conservatives because they're following the lead of the president and vice president. If they saw the the leader of their party and the, the person that they voted for wearing a mask, then they would take it more seriously. There's a huge partisan divide on this and it's gonna keep growing. And it's really unfortunate because it's going to impact every one of us because this disease does not care what party you're registered under. End of rant. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.